Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that uh, I really enjoy and a lot of agency owners hate, data, analytics of their financials. I love it because it tells me so much about the agency and allows me to really affect change in a big, big, big way. When we take a look at an agency from an overall perspective, I typically have agencies giving me an idea of what they believe their agency to be worth by what their blended rate is. I often ask agencies what they believe that they're actually earning and they tell me their blended rate. What this number always fails to consider is what is actually written off, what is sometimes written up, what our utilization ratios are. I was having a conversation with a prospect client earlier this week and they wanted to review with me what the average was in their specific industry and what they offered as their, um, as their model. They're a PR agency. And we were having the conversation and their blended rate was sort of in the normal space of 125 an hour. The thing about this is that there's so many things wrong with this billable hour blended rate model um, that I could actually go on all day and I don't want to bore everyone with that. But let's, let's just take a look at it from a holistic standpoint, right? When we have the conversation about a blended rate and we don't consider all the different factors that go into it, we have not set up our agency for success. I was talking with a... Uh, a current client actually still now and have improved drastically beyond this point at this point uh, at this time now but when i first started working with them and it's a conversation i have very often at the very beginning of onboarding a client we have the discussion about their blended rate and what it should be and what their minimum blended rate should be and when i actually ended up coming back to this client with their blended rate they were shocked so their goal was to be between 15 and 20% and 20% at the end of two years on their net profit, which I think is a good goal. I would like to push them higher. But in order to get, to get there, the end number was over $400 an hour. And he was shocked. And the reason why this happened is when you look at the 20% net profit number and you consider the general administrative expense, and then we factor in how much they were writing off of their time. And this agency specifically was writing off every one in two hours. It was between 40 and 50% of write-off. And as much as you would say, my agency's not there, how often you actually see agencies in a 30 plus percent write-off when you look at it. And many agency owners don't even know it. So I challenge you to take a look at your write-off numbers and hopefully you have access to that information. But when you consider the write-off and then you consider the utilization ratio and they were at sub 70%, the blended rate needed to be over $400 an hour. The piece that I also think needs to be considered here is why we are incentivizing this specific model in the first place. So our goal with this model is to increase the number of employees that we have to scale the agency, increase their utilization ratios so that we can scale and be profitable. 
But when you look at it, I think that the model is so flawed in so many ways because our incentive is to try to maximize every single hour, every single minute of our team's time. And is that a good way to keep our service providers and our talent happy and engaged in the work? I mean, no, that's the furthest thing from us. I mean, what we are actively doing is we are burning them out. If we get, and I mean, it's so infrequent that I see agencies actually get to this point, but the goal in the golden place to be in utilization is 85, 90%. So that means that every seven and a half hours of eight, we are going to be billing and it's on billable work. I mean, that leaves legitimately in California, at least, the two legal breaks that we have a day. I mean, it's an impossibility. That means that there's no time for meetings. There's no time for having a cup of coffee. There's no time for anything else besides billable work. So what ends up actually happening is that in order for us to hit those benchmarks, the talent has to work overtime. We are setting the standard for how our clients value us with that blended rate. And that model needs to be gone. The thing that I also think is missing in this blended rate and why I don't even ask that information and quite frankly, I, I find it irrelevant when it's brought up to me because the piece that's most important is the average hourly earning. And the average hourly earning is the agency fee divided by all hours of the business. So you want to actually take your revenue, subtract out any cost of producing that revenue, whether it be media or freelancers or any outside cost and make sure that we have just the agency fee and divide that by the amount of hours that it took to produce that work. And that average hourly earning across the industry is between 70 and $75 an hour. And the vast majority of the time when I actually let the agency owner know what their average hourly earning is, they're shocked because they believe that their blended rate is what they're actually earning and they're so far from it. So how do we correct for this mindset? What I suggest in so many ways, and, and I know that this is a hot, hot butt up button item, and depending on where your agency currently is, is making sure that we're billing, um, that we are tracking all of our time and appropriately, accurately, and on time. And I know that the team typically hates it and that it's so incredibly hard to get 100% compliance on it. And that it's just a struggle, right? I mean, I track my time, my team tracks their time as well to make sure that we are hitting our benchmarks as well internally. And it's hard. It can be hard because things will go off the rails. But I know for a fact that there's no way next week on Monday or Friday this week that I am going to know what happened the week prior or even the Monday prior, just a few days before, what happened minute by minute, hour by hour that day. And at the maximum that I'm possibly going to have, even just being obscenely optimistic, the maximum accuracy that I'm going to have is 80%. So when you factor in the inaccuracy of variable billing, you factor in the utilization ratios and you factor in the write-off time, we are so far away from what we're actually seeking out. I still, I'm not going to argue against tracking time because again I think it's so incredibly important 
the piece that we miss is why it's important. So we're pointing it out to the team as a way of being able to bill on how we get revenue. And that has some motivation to the team, but not, but not a ton. If you really want to have someone be engaged in something, you have to have there be some sort of commonality in the goal between both the company and the team member. And what does the team member care about? They want to have their life the same way that you do. So how do you create the motivation between making sure that their time is entered accurately, timely, so that we can do the analysis that we need to by client and by service? It's by letting them know that the more that we actually have this data, the better life that we can create for them. What we have happened so often is operations is asking for more time that they were not able to complete something on budget because, you know, business development didn't budget for enough time. But if we don't have accurate data in the first place and we're not able to pull it to be able to make sure that we have the appropriate budget when we're prospecting or, se- or sending out a proposal, then we can't have accurate budgets in the first place. So we make sure that they understand the importance of how it's going to impact the decisions that are made that directly impact them. One of the things that I, I mean, I actually enjoy, and I think it's a good habit to have in the culture of an agency is actually having business development and operations, having those conversations of operations wanting to increase the amount of time and business development wanting to decrease it to try to close the sale. But using empirical data that allows for us to make those decisions. I am such a huge proponent of making sure that you have the information necessary to make the decisions that you need. Agency owners on a daily basis, I know make decisions by gut rather than with the information that they need to make sure that their agency is profitable. The blended rate is just the beginning. I know that so much is missing from the data that you currently are looking at on a day-to-day basis to make the decisions, even for successful agencies. Another client of mine is currently going through a significant growth right now and is not sure how much they should be investing into future projects, into future team members, and what their current burn rate is. Substantial cash reserves, there's no um, bad place that they're currently at but need help and advice as to where they need to go. Fortunately for them, uh, we can help them in that area and give them that that peace of mind and provide them with the data that they need to be knowing that they are making the right course of action. But I know that in so many cases, what happens is that an agency owner is doing what they believe to be best in the moment, and then six months, one year, even three years down the line, they realize that wasn't the right decision to have made. And had I had the information that I needed at that time, to ensure my success. So what I'm looking at on a very regular basis with clients that we're doing reporting for is I'm looking at their average hourly earning across the board, making sure that we have clients in that specific arena that we want them to actually be in that average hourly earning and actually comparing service by service and client by client. I was having another conversation with a client about their average hourly earning and what what ended up actually happening, which I thoroughly enjoyed and um, found kind of fun the way that they handled it and shocked them to begin with is that they had clients that were they believed to be the highest earners and realistically speaking what it was was that they were some of the lowest on their average hourly earning 
And so what this agency did to allow for the team to be able to be involved in letting go of some of these team members is they created a board of the clients that they enjoyed working with, rated them based on how much they enjoyed working on the work that they were producing for them, how much they enjoyed the client that they were actually working with, and based on their average hourly earning. So in a big whiteboard in the office, they put together a list of the clients that they were going to let go made an adjustment to moving from a blended rate to a value-based fee model and was able to actually start eliminating some of those clients and increasing that average hourly earning quite significantly. What I see so frequently when, when agency owners are going and looking at this type of change, there's so much fear involved. And I mean, honestly, I, I feel that fear. I get it. I've been there before myself. And running an agency and managing an agency is is this the right course of, is this the right course of action is making this change is being the person to enact this change is this the right step to make and again the data allows for you to have that assurance that it is the right the right step to take and why i love data so much because it gives me so much of a level of comfort but time it's the time to make a change now there's no better time than the present to make a change. And the agencies that I see implement so much faster, they're able to make that, they're able to impact that change so much quicker. So uh, that, that agency that I was talking about that asked me for their blended rate being in that 400 plus range when we first started working with them, now not having to deal with that blended rate sort of position, but they are in such a better place. I've worked with a number of agencies that were in the place that they were either nominally profitable or were currently losing money and being able to turn the agency around in a, a very, very short period of time. I mean, some agencies I've actually been able to help them go from a turnaround in 90 days. And it's just an understanding of, hey, I need to actually come in and make a change and understanding that I need to look at things very differently. We all have those moments in our lives that we realize that things need to change. What is the thing in your life right now that you realize already that you need to change but are fearful of that change? Don't let another year, don't let another month or another week go by without working towards your own goal.